Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You're far too kind, Jay Z, for bringing your music back to Spotify, and for introducing both the People's Champ and the People's Champion. Not the no, People's that's Choice. No, that's the same thing. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? You just shortened the word. Uh, I apologize in advance. I have a a very upset kitty right now, and she's just trying to get through some stuff. So if you hear her in the background. She, she's she's a little uncomfortable, but I, I can't let her not leave. Like, I can't keep an eye on I have to keep an eye on her while I'm recording. So, sorry, guys. Um, What's up, everyone? Sean and David here, as always. And uh, we're feeling a little blue. Maybe maybe a little red also, because of all that money we, we spent on Black Friday. I don't know. Speak for yourself. I, I only, know, bought, I I only spent bought four TVs. Actually, no, I, I spent a decent amount. But I got some Christmas presents, so... Did you buy your, your newest TV within the last month? Yeah, I bought it uh, with within... Let's see. I bought it one... Two weeks ago. Exactly. So, can I, can I ask you a quick question? You can ask me a long question if you would like. Why on earth didn't you wait two weeks to buy the TV? Because it was still part of like the Black Friday pricing, so this would count towards your Black Friday purchases. Yeah, I I, I merge it in with that because I also did get uh, a pretty good deal with uh, the PC Optimum points. So it was uh, four hundred bucks for the TV, fifty-five inch Sharp, four K, uh, HDR TV, smart, and I I use that term loosely. Pretty much, it has um, a bunch of useless weird apps on it some of which that i can't delete uh and netflix and amazon prime and youtube so those are the only useful things on there um but it was yeah 400 bucks and then i had a 20 times points coupon so i got 120 bucks back in points right so after tax and everything i i paid like 380 dollars that's not bad now did you buy the sharp roku or just the sharp it was the sh- it, no, it's not the Roku. It's like the Sharp Aquos. So it was like a- Aquos is their marketed higher end one, but this was probably like the bottom of the barrel. But the the display is good. Really, all you need, all it is, is like a we just needed a cheap TV to replace a a small, lowly forty inch television. Yeah. Um, I, I will talk about uh, my TV purchasing experiences in a little bit. Um, but I did learn something fancy about Sharp. So Sharp has actually been divided into three different divisions. <clears throat> Excuse me. They have their Sharp Aquas line, which is like their high-end model. But Hisense owns their company. And do you know who owns Hisense? Uh, I do not. Best Buy. No. When I was in Best Buy, they were telling me that uh, the Sharp line that they have is exclusively to Best Buy because they own it. No, they, they own, don't. That's bullshit. They own, they own the Sharp Roku name. That's according to the guy I was talking to. Well, he, you know how he many was times... also really trying to talk me out of that. Yeah, you know how many times TV. Best Buy guys lie? Okay, so... <laughs> who owns Sharp? So I know that Sharp was their own uh, entity for a while, and then Hisense, Chinese company... Oh, they own the uh, license to 
Sharp TVs. That's why. Yeah. So they they don't rec- own Sharp, but they own the license to it. So they don't. They no longer. What did they use to pump out Insignia or whatever? Westinghouse. In in Insignia was is the Best Buy brand. But now they have the license to this brand. Yes, and um, there was actually a lawsuit for Aquos, or that Sharp put towards Hisense for um, the like the. the lower quality that they've been putting out. Oh, here's what it is. Uh, Foxconn. In 2017, the new owner of Sharp, Foxconn, filed a lawsuit against Hisense concerning the quality of TVs sold under its Sharp branding, citing the TVs violate FCC rules on electromagnetic interference emissions, and Hisense gives consumers deceptive information about picture size, brightness levels, and the 4K resolution. This lawsuit was dropped in early 2018. So, uh, what does Foxconn own? All I know is the guy at Best Buy, when I was asking about different TVs... Belkin, Sharp. Because I wanted to be as thorough as possible when I made my purchase. And, like, I've been out of the game for a little bit, so... Unless I'm researching a a ton, I'm not going to know off the top of my head. Yeah, that guy doesn't know what he's talking about. But, But he was saying, A, the return rate on these Sharp Roku TVs is insanely high... And B, they're like they're not high quality devices. And like I looked at the one he said, the one thing he did mention to me, which I've heard about a lot of TVs be- between the fifty-five and the the sixty-five inch range, is a lot of them are more edge lit because it's cheaper for the manufacturer to do it that way. Yeah, a lot of like low to mid range ones will be edge lighting. But with what Sharp does, <laughs> like they don't. They just cut a lot of com- uh, corners with the Best Buy licensed ones. So, like, he, this guy was a salesperson for Best Buy, but he was also one of the resident experts in the Sharp and Insignia brands, which now I understand why. So I got a little bit of a misinformation from him. I talked to the Sony rep in there, very knowledgeable. I talked to the Samsung rep, very knowledgeable, and the LG rep, very knowledgeable. Yeah, don't don't trust anything that Best Buy employees say. If they're wearing a blue shirt, well, the, I, I'm reading it right here. They do own the license to to that Sharp line so, of TVs. So the so Sharp might, Roku that belongs doesn't, to that, Best Buy. That doesn't mean that Best Buy owns them. That just means that they have an agreement for exclusivity. No, so I'm saying they own the licensing to the Sharp Roku line. Not Sharp you, line, Sharp Roku. Didn't you see a Sharp Roku in Loblaws? I did. Yeah. So which, that, which, that which is also confusing, but yeah. um, yeah. Let, let's let's talk a little bit about uh, Black Friday and how it went. So you're saying your your Black Friday adventure started with a TV. Yeah, it started with a TV, um, and it was kind of like just on a on a whim. Like I saw that the 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 I got it from Shoppers Drug Mart of all places. Um, I saw that it was there, four hundred bucks, fifty five inch. I was like, you know what? That like that's a, a decent size, uh, and a good price. And the store is selling it under cost as well. I think cost for the TV was like four fifty. Incredible. Um, and I looked it up. Uh, I guess you could buy the same TV from Canadian Tire for like six six fifty or something like that. So I'm like, okay, this is a good price. And uh, I had a twenty times coupon for points back. So I had mentioned to the girlfriend i was like oh we could get a new tv for for your apartment 
and uh, I, I told her, I was like, well, I have the 20 times points coupon for Wednesday. We could go get 120 bucks back or in two weeks was like a bonus redemption so I could get $200 off. Uh, but the odds of it still being there in two weeks is pretty slim. So uh, she originally told me, she's like, oh, no, we're, we're fine. Like, we don't really need one. And I'm like, okay, whatever, that's fine. I went out, came back for a bit, and she's like, I think we should get the TV. <laughs> I'm like, why? What What made you change your mind? She's like, well, I thought about it. It's a good price, and we have like some money saved up that we can use for it. So we went out and bought it. And then um, we ended up having to buy a new TV stand because the one that we had originally was about uh, four inches too short for the the legs on this TV. Yeah. And then it pretty much involved us shopping around for that. And uh, then I ended up buying a uh, 4K, like a, a Chromecast Ultra, because I figured, you know, I might as well um, upgrade to a 4K Chromecast, take advantage of the 4K display, um, and, and a whole bunch of other cool things that I can stream. Uh, that was pretty much a TV. Oh, and then I ended up buying that Xbox One XS Digital Edition because I was like, might as well, right? Uh, yeah, that was that was like the adventures of the TV. The one thing that when you get your new TV all set up, make sure that you uh, enable, um, if it isn't by default, like en enhanced HDMI. Uh, because a lot of TVs will just have like regular HDMI 2.0 which you need for um, 4K HDR. But a lot of times, by default, it's not turned on. So if you want to get actual HDR, 4K, 60 frames per second, you need to enable enhanced H HDR or enhanced HDMI. Yeah, I, I um, learned that the hard way because I was like, oh, I'm trying to play Call of Duty. I'm like, this looks like crap. Like, why is the display only 1080p? Why is it only? Why is it not doing HDR, all this stuff? And then I figured it out. Oh, do you do you have the digital one at your house, or do you have the your Scorpion there? So I left my uh, Xbox One X at my home, where you're never, where I never am, yeah. Uh, and then I moved, the, I I bought the all digital edition, um, and that is at the girlfriend's house. That's fair. I could um, swap them around, but yeah, this is easy setup. Yeah, the the. Uh, the guy at the store was just like, "Oh, what are you gonna watch? What? What? Do you already have an, um, like something in mind?" It's like, "I really want to watch the Avengers, but realistically, by the time I have this TV set up, I'm watching the hockey game, <laughs> and it's just not negotiable. I will yeah. watch it in all its glory and bliss." Yeah. Um. So yeah, spoiler alert: I too bought a TV. Um, not to cut off your list, but uh, we'll do the TV stuff now and then move on to everything else. Yeah, of course. And boy, and, and <coughs> I'm I'm excited to hear about this because for uh, anyone who doesn't know, uh, I also helped in the decision process of Sean's new TV. Yeah, you you were my <laughs> uh, you were my sounding board of your, frustration. Your consultant. Yeah. Uh, you were messaging me frantically like I was messaging you on Black Friday about stupid internet. Yeah, but <laughs> that that has to go unnamed, unfortunately. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, so we went out, uh, the, the girlfriend and I were looking at a few different TVs, and we were actually really close to buying that Sharp one that was mentioned previously. I mean, it was 449 for a 55-inch TV, but the, the people at Loblaws clearly do not care about making money. 
Because I was like, uh, if I buy this right now, can somebody help me walk it down the stairs? It's like, oh, we don't have any carts. I'm like, you're a fucking grocery store. <laughs> like, help me get it down the escalator. I'm one person. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so that didn't fly. So we thought about it. We talked about it. There was this one, um, like we, we tossed around a few different ones. We really liked the look of this 55 inch, um, the, the Samsung Tizen models. So they're not, um, OLED. So they're not the eight K's, but that we were looking at seri- both series six and series seven, man, eight K TVs right now are like six grand. grand. Uh, the one we looked at today was 46 inches for six grand. And by God. Wow. Um, so as I said uh, previously, we uh, we spent some time and I talked to a bunch of different reps in the store because I was like, you know what? I don't trust the blue shirt. I want to. And Best Buy doesn't negotiate anymore, eh? The price no. is just what the price is. Yeah, they stopped like, doing you... price matches and all that stuff. I'm like, can you throw anything in? They're like, no, not unless you buy this TV. Then we can give you a sound bar for $100. I'm like, but I don't want that fucking TV. Um, so, yeah, we... Uh, we, we kind of bounced back and forth between a few. We had uh, our eye on this Samsung one that we picked up, a 65-inch version of this Samsung, but it would have been um, a 6 Series. We got a uh, 7 Series. Mm-hmm. And we were we, I honestly got walked right into a Sony. And you know as well as uh, other people who listen to this that like, know me personally – um, Sony and I have a very big love hate relationship for everything I feel like they've wronged me for. Just warranty wise, quality wise, their customer service is beyond abysmal. And it's just like I've never left a Sony interaction being like, yeah, I won. Like, I got the upper hand today. Yeah. So, talking to the Sony rep, this guy, awesome. This TV's 55 inches for. I think it was six ninety nine. Color looked amazing. It was crisp. Um, they they focus a lot on true tone, and like the, these are all they're not backlit TVs or edge lighting TVs, but they all focused on that. Couldn't find one anywhere. He said there's only ten available online, so if I wanted to buy one, I had to buy one online. But I was like, okay, now can you help me out here? The sixty five inch one you have over here, which had a square base, so that would have fit on my stand. Oh yeah. And the square base ones generally can swivel. Yeah, which would have also been sweet. Um, so I'm like, like I start this, I, I start to like try and work on the Sony guy. I'm like, look, I know it says nine ninety nine. You're trying to sell me this TV. I can't get it because you don't have it. Do you have this one in stock? If you do, can you meet me somewhere and like take a hundred dollars off it? And it looked like it was going well. And then the girlfriend was just like, no, that TV is like thirteen hundred dollars. I don't want that TV. And she didn't read the right price. And the guy's like, "Yeah, no, I can't. I it's gonna be nine ninety nine." I was like, "Fuck!" <laughs> I I almost had a better TV for eight ninety nine. Yeah, see, a lot of times they, in the past, when I've ever had to buy TVs from them, they've been more willing to take prices off of accessories. So, like, if you're buying a a TV, like a mount or an overpriced HDMI cable or something like that. No, nope, uh, they, they didn't do that with me either. So that, <laughs> I'm going to continue with that. Um, so next up, we finally we finally land on the TV. So And it turns out we're, like, we're talking to the Samsung guy. And we're like, okay, can you tell us the difference between this 65-inch Series 6 and this 65-inch Series 7? 
Um, and then we measured the base and realized it's not going to fit either. So we had to go down to the 58-inch one. I'm like, do you have one in the middle that's 58? And it turns out it's one that, like, the link was sent to me a few days ago. So this could have all been avoided if I literally just read the link carefully and knew about all the capabilities of the one that I was sent. Now. Research does wonderful things. Well, I was I was researching other TVs, too. Because there, there was an LG TV with their... Um, it was 4K. It was... I, I want to say it was 55 inches. Um, but it had their ThinQ technology on it. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, that's actually a pretty good deal. Um, but it just... It, it turned out that it, it wasn't the right TV for us. Plus, Samsung were familiar... Like, it... It turned out it was just familiarity, really. Like, the fact that Samsung, if you have um, devices that have smart switch on them, like an Xbox or an Apple TV that can control your TV as well and the remotes are shared, it's much better. Especially if you're used to that kind of, like, system. Um, The TV that we picked up also has Google Assistant, so I can be like, hey, Google, do this, and then Google will send a Wi-Fi signal to the TV to do whatever. Kind of cool. Um, but yeah, that's why I bought. That's why I bought a a Chromecast. So I, I kind of made my my TV somewhat smarter. Yeah, but so well, usually I guess, what yeah. I do usually what I do is uh before I before I come in the door if uh, my girlfriend's here, I will cast some like obnoxious music video or song to the TV and play it like super loud. <laughs> that's pretty funny. <laughs> yeah, it's great. Um, so I, I, I looked at the guy, I was like, okay, so he's like, oh, do you want to get the warranty? And he was like, yeah, it's a hundred dollars for four years. And I'm like, I'll just take the manufacturers. Like, it's like, I know for a fact, unless, um, like we get hit by lightning or something, the TV's going to survive. Uh, it's not like a phone warranty where you drop a phone by accident and your phone could be fucked. Yeah. Like, and, and Samsung TVs are pretty solid. I had a Samsung plasma for probably like nine or ten years and it i had to have it repaired once but that was because uh the wi-fi module in it died and now granted uh this was like one of the earlier smart tvs so a lot of them didn't have wi-fi at the time so you know it's bound to happen when they are still kind of working the bugs out yeah but now 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 it's kind of okay yeah otherwise uh i've i've never had a tv um, that was like problematic enough to have to call in a warranty. Yeah, like the, even this TV here, I've had it since second year, so that, that's a pretty old TV. Yeah, and it, it still does its job. Um, but yeah, I tried to get something like I, I was digging for anything at this point, right? I was like, oh, I need a, a an HDMI switch or a selector. I said splitter, which was an accident. He's like, oh, we don't sell them. We only sell selectors. I'm like, okay. I'm like, I'm like, how much? He's like, oh, 80 bucks. I'm like, okay, let me take a look at it. It was made by Rocketfish, so it's not like it's a shitty company at all. I quickly did an Amazon search, and like, there was a bunch of them for 40, but they were by companies I've never even heard of. I was like, you know what? This is a brand new TV. The last thing I want to do is put a shitty box on this that, like, if one of my cables shorts and it sends a zap to the TV, I'm fucked. I'll, I'll send you a link to the uh, switch that I bought. It was thirty-five bucks. It does four K HDR outputs. Uh, Dolby Atmos. We we got the four K switch, up. so we're we're fine. Oh, okay. Like the You're the good. one we got is compatible up to eight K. Oh, perf. Yeah, and as I said, it's made by Rocketfish, so like it's it's not like it's a terrible company. Um, it was just like I mean I bought a a thirteen dollar 
switch for my TV because like I run from the Xbox, one goes into the TV and the other one comes into my monitor. And that thing sometimes switches on its own. <laughs> it's really funny when it happens. Well, that's because happens. the Xbox and the PlayStation 4 don't ever actually kill their HDMI signal. It's always, even if the console's off, like in standby, uh, it is still sending out a HDMI signal to keep essentially the uh, connection alive. Yeah, so like my, my, like my, uh, the monitor I have is an Asus monitor, so it decides if it, if it all of a sudden smells a signal from anything, it just turns itself on. It's like, oh, hey, uh, I'm awake. Oh, I'll go back to sleep. It's cool. See you later. Bye. Um, but that was, that was today. That was the end of my Black Friday shopping. So let's go back to actual Black Friday and see how you did. Well, it, it's kind of funny because, uh, usually when we, have you noticed this like Boxing Day Black Friday a lot of times we'll buy like the same things yeah we bu- we bought and, and not stuff. necessarily and not necessarily on purpose right you know like there's a one year uh, Boxing Day uh, three three years ago we both upgraded to the Xbox One S um, we for two very different reasons too. yeah I very think... different reasons but we still ended up doing it right well I think uh, I I initiated it, and then you did it right after I did. Did you not? No, no, no. I, I got it first because it was a trade-in, and then your Xbox, like... Literally died that night. Yeah. Um, and this year, you know, like, uh, we ended up... I bought a TV, and then you ended up buying a TV, and it wasn't, like... I think for either of us, it was, it was like, an unexpected purchase, but it just... The, the timing and the offer and the price was right, you know? Uh, yeah, yes and no. Like for us, we knew in September that we were being gifted a TV. We just had to determine when it was best to purchase said TV. And like the TV has been working fine. So we just waited till the best possible deal. Right. And that was right after I purchased mine. Yeah. <laughs> I know we didn't buy similar video games, though. No, no, not at all. Did you even buy any video games? I did. I bought a gift um, for the girlfriend. She's a, a fan of Kingdom Hearts. Um, and I, I saw it in Microplay for 19 bucks. And EB didn't actually have it listed anywhere. I walked in. I'm like, wow, your, your competitor's doing it for this. And they're like, yeah, so are we. I was like, oh, you should have probably advertised that because your website says $59.99. Yeah. So I, ended up pick, I picked up that. And uh, uh, also also for the girlfriend, I didn't actually get any games for myself. Um this this break um i ended up getting just dance 2020 yeah i saw that uh, you guys were running that on your switch the other day do you play that with her or does she just play it by herself uh, i'm still somewhat injured and i'm like focused on just doing like playing like ultimate and the gym right now so i don't want to like right. bounce in one spot and pivot and fuck everything up fair enough but uh man what a good deal 29.99 uh the game comes preloaded with a bunch of songs and then you get a, a month free of their like just dance unlimited which is something i wish rock band would have had back in the day yeah then you can pay 24 dollars for a year of their entire music catalog that grows from, like, from their original like f- every song pretty much from uh the f- original just dance yeah yeah and i they, have they guarantee uh, at least 10 songs a week yeah i have just dance 2019 because we got that on sale for about 20 bucks um I want to say like in the summer and uh, yeah, we, we haven't signed up for the unlimited 
like Just Dance Unlimited, but it is a good price, so it is something that we're probably going to do. And it's fun. We play for like 10 minutes, and then we're both out of breath, and then we sit down and watch something. And the <laughs> the reason we went with Switch opposed to like Xbox, like I never got the adapter for the Connect, anyways. But we can be like, if we go visit my sister or something, we can just throw the Switch in its case, put the dock in my backpack, and head on our way. And yeah. be like, hey, look, we brought Just Dance. Um, the only other thing I purchased, I know you were telling me you got the uh, two years of PlayStation Plus or PlayStation Now? Uh, PlayStation, PlayStation Plus. Costco had it for uh, 50 bucks a year for a year, which was already a good price. But then they also had a, uh, if you signed up for their e- emails, if you had a membership, uh, you got a $25 off coupon or $20 off coupon. So uh, two of them, I bought two and then added some $1 filler item. And after everything was said and done, ended up getting two years for $80, which is pretty good. So I'm set until like mid, like July, 2022. Yeah. That's not so bad. That'll, that'll get me into the, uh, the PlayStation 5. So I won't have to worry about signing up for PlayStation Plus once, whenever I get a PS5, which I probably won't get that until maybe like a year or two after its release. I'm, I think I'm going to be good this year and not buy it at launch. I'll buy, I'll buy the Xbox solely because of 4K capabilities. Like I know as soon as they're, they're like, this is the new Xbox, I will be there because I'm not going to upgrade the 1S to the 1X. That just makes no sense. Yeah. Unless, See, I got rid unless of my... on Boxing Day they have, like, upgrade your 1S for $99 to the 1X. Like, the last time yeah. you and I did that, I think we've talked about it a few times. I mean, I traded away my my day one for the 11 games Xbox on a console one for 99 edition. Yeah, <laughs> the Chonker, Chonkers Pikachu edition. Yeah. So, yeah, maybe if Boxing Day has it so you can upgrade to the Scorpio, which also gives – doesn't it also have Rift support? Uh, I believe so. I think they're gonna be putting putting that out at some point. So we'll see. Maybe maybe Christmas. I, I win the lottery a second time yeah. this, this. Now, time. if if I could upgrade my my all digital edition, like if they accept that as a trade for yeah, an upgrade, just... then maybe I would, because if even if I were to pay like a hundred and what is it like one sixty nine, yeah, that's still only getting a. An Xbox that would be getting an Xbox One X for like three fifty, which would be sweet. But we'll see. That's a that's a a, a problem for one month from now ish. <laughs> um, it's true. So were those the only games that you got? I also picked up the three months of Xbox um, Ultimate for twenty four ninety nine. I got two installments. Oh yeah, of that. that's a good. I was meaning to do that, but I, I the guy I didn't. at EB hinted at me and he's like yeah, don't buy more than two i was like why he's like because people are telling me that there's going to be a better offer on boxing day so i'm willing to bet that a year goes below a hundred dollars if it does i'll be happy because like if a year goes below a hundred bucks i will buy two yeah like like to be honest with you because i've already used the one dollar offer i can't use it anymore this year mm-hmm. but and like that, it's going to take me to this month, which I have three months on top of that now. For it's going to be one of those things where if I if I go like 
and if I go the three months and the three months, that's great. But if all of a sudden they offer a year, like I can still buy Xbox Live for $69 for the whole year and not get Ultimate. Or not yeah. get Game Pass. But yeah. having Game Pass now is just, it's so great, especially for Microsoft exclusives. And for people who play both on PC and Xbox, because I, I have my gaming PC as well, and I, I take an advantage on game pass on pc like i installed the outer worlds on there now the only thing that i wish is that there was cross save between uh like the pc version of that game and the xbox version um but still it's like there's some games that were pc exclusive like um what age of empires 2 definitive edition yeah um right like or yeah there there's a there's a bunch of stuff that's only available on one or the other I took advantage of the $1 upgrade, and I had a bunch of Xbox Game Pass and Xbox Live time. So I think my I'm good for until 2021. Oh, wow, like that's, a good, that's a good extension, yeah. Right? So even if, uh, even if I need to purchase an extra year or two, if I can get a year for less than 100 bucks, like I'll just save those because I think you can stack up to 36 months. So... I wouldn't be able to stack an an extra two years, but I could potentially do one. But sometimes you just got to buy things to future proof your subscriptions. That's the, no, you're you're definitely not wrong. Um, the only other thing I bought, I didn't buy any games or anything. Um, I did get a gaming related thing though. Um, I picked up a new phone. I bought the new iPhone. Yeah, that's not a gaming related thing. No, but I got a year of Apple uh, Apple Plus Arcade for free, and I got a year of Apple TV Plus for free because at, with the purchase of any new, so they they say iPhone 11, 11 Plus, uh, Pro, Pro Max, um, iPads, and iMacs or uh, MacBooks, you get a year subscription for free to their TV service. Huh. That was a nice little added bonus. Because yeah. now, 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 movies that I'm not getting on Netflix or Disney are on Apple. So thanks, Apple. Yeah, you just got like the best of all worlds. Yeah, and and the arcade for free for a year too is pretty sweet. Now, what it, is the arcade? Is that just like Game Pass for mobile games? Yeah, but it's all like their premium games. So it's games that aren't going to run on the eight plus or even the X. Oh, okay. Like they're designed to to push your phone's limit to the max. To the Max XL. No, I, yeah, I bought the Pro Max. I I have big hands. So. Uh, yeah, um, interesting. Yeah, the the uh, the other cool thing that came with it was I bought uh, when I got the phone. It came with a a Sonos speaker, and I've always been intrigued by Sonos. I love the sound of Sonos. I was really pumped up, and then I started reading reviews online. Like it was free, so I was like, okay, two hundred fifty dollars speaker. Fuck yeah, let's go. It's not wireless. So it's as good as like a hundred dollar speaker. It's as good as my Google as good Homes. As, even minis. as good as a trash. It's literally as good as my Google Home Midis. You might as well just put your phone in a cup and play music through the speaker that way. Well, maybe not. Um, <laughs> I, I am actively trying to trade it online with somebody who has like a Google Home Max, because at least you can charge that and move it. Um, or, um, I actually offered it out to somebody for Stadia the other day. Oh, no, that would, you would have been getting the short end of the stick on that one. Free speaker versus a Stadia that I could try and then sell. Apparently it's doing fairly poorly too. Yes, it is apparently doing awful. 
Did you get anything else besides uh, gifts that you're not allowed to talk about? So, uh, yeah, I, I, I did pick up a few games. Um, I think I had mentioned in our last episode that I was planning on picking up a copy of Let's Go Pikachu. Yes, you did. Yeah, Walmart had it for uh, 40 bucks, which is couldn't pass that up. So I've been playing through that uh, and enjoying it because it's classic Pokemon story. Um, I I still don't like the whole like being forced to catch every Pokemon you get in it like run into. I'd rather just have like normal battles. Uh, but whatever, I, I I take what I can get with that. Um, what else did I buy? Uh, I I picked up so I, I took advantage of Nintendo. Actually, had some pretty decent sales this year nice. um, on their on the eShop. Uh, and I I have to admit, Nintendo's been killing it over the last I'd say year year and a half with uh, the the regular sales on the eShop and the pretty good discounts um, so this past year they've they had I think I think it was like only like 30% off uh, some of their games but like their first party games so like Breath of the Wild um, Super Mario uh, Mario Aces Mario Odyssey um, what else? A few other ones. I picked up Xenoblade Chronicles 2 for 55 bucks, and I've been waiting for that one for a while. Um, and that was like the lowest price that I've ever seen it. And uh, a, a piece of advice for our Canadian Switch users, if you set your province in the eShop to Alberta, you only pay the 5% tax. I don't think that's illegal. No, I don't think so. Because they they don't ask for any confirmation. Because like my billing address is correct with with the province that I live in, but uh, yeah, so you can save a few bucks that way if you buy digital stuff. Um, so those oh I, what else about I bought um, snipper what is it called snipper clips? Snipper clips. It came out. Uh, it was like a launch title, and it's it's like a co op game. You're these like little kind of paper things, and then you have to work with your partner to finished puzzles everything looks like it's like hand drawn or out of paper or whatnot uh, I bought that to play that with the girlfriend because we like playing some of these um, co-op games and stuff like that uh, then I also picked up unravel 2 on switch good game yeah it was um, it was like six bucks like six dollars Canadian which is pretty good because I think on the PlayStation Network right now uh, it's like ten or eleven dollars so I picked that one up because I thought that would be a fun game for uh, my girlfriend and I to play. Turns out that I just um, have to carry her through the levels, so I'm pretty much playing by myself. But it's still fun nonetheless. Um, what else? Oh, I picked up Persona 5. Nice. It was uh, the Greatest Hits edition. So I know that a lot, all the Greatest Hits games that are regularly nineteen ninety nine in Canada, um, they were... Or no, they're twenty nine ninety nine, right? For the regular price? Yeah, I believe so. Yeah, so games like uh, Uncharted Four, uh, Horizon Zero Dawn, God of War. They were all uh, nine ninety nine this weekend. Yeah, they're all nine ninety nine, and I had noticed that only EB Games actually had Persona Five listed as nine 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 ninety nine, ten bucks, and it was in store only. So I, I went to one, and I was like, you know what, the, the Persona games, if if you haven't played them before, they're like a, a traditional, like a classic JRPG. Um, but it, I don't know, deals with like teenagers and some weird 
mythical stuff. I don't know. I haven't really played into it, but I hear it's a really good game. So I figure, hey, for ten bucks, why not? Um, yeah, I. I that, that's really about it. Now that I think about it, that's not Just, bad. Uh, a little bit, like I, I think I bought like a few season passes for some games that were on sale that I've had my eye on. But other than that, is I've there been, anything uh, that you um, that you wanted but you avoided, or you like? You were just like you hemmed and hawed and decided against. I would say uh, I almost bought Red Dead Redemption Two. So good. So that's the thing. So here's my problem. I have a huge backlog, and over the break, um, you don't have my a gr- sixty-hour game. Yeah, my girlfriend and I talked about like what games we had to play through because uh, we were playing through La Noire a few months ago, um, and we still have to beat that. I think we're about three quarters of the way through. Um, I'm playing the campaign of Call of Duty Modern Warfare, which that's not too long. Like I could probably beat that in, I could probably beat that today if I were to play it, but I'm not going to. Um, and then I have like the game, it's called The Council. It's kind of like, um, a Telltale game. It's like a, I don't know, like a choose your own adventure, but not really. Yeah. Um, and so we're on episode three of five. So it's like, I have all these games that, uh, I want to beat over the next uh, three three week break between semesters. Uh, so I was like, "Do I?" And it, it was I think fifty bucks for the deluxe edition, which is pretty good. That was like half price. But I was like, "Do I want to buy another super time sink game while I have um, all of these other backlogs to get through?" And I decided against it because you know what. It'll be the same price at Boxing Day, at least. Yeah. Right? So I'm not too, too worried about that. And even if it wasn't uh, on Boxing Day, uh, Microsoft and Sony always have, like, a, a New Year's sale as well. Yeah, their inventory clear out because they couldn't sell enough at Christmas sale. Yeah. So I'm not too worried. I could probably pick that up um, then. So and in that game, I'm surprised that it's on sale as much as it is because remember when gta 5 came out it was not going on sale at all like the only discount you would get is if you bought it with a like shark like a shark card yeah right like extra uh, digital cash for for gta online but the core has uh, has to do with the fact that it failed miserably on the pc launch so they've got to recuperate some losses Mm. yeah so i think uh for the longest time, you couldn't get an actual discount on, like, the main game. It was just, like, a bundle with, like, online cash. So it was interesting to see that even before the PC version of Red Dead 2 launched, uh, it was it was on sale fairly often. And I, I, I just wonder if they uh, saw that the sales of GTA 5, even though it was, like, one of the best-selling GTA games and the the uh, next gen like the xbox and the ps4 um updates are great they they want sales to increase so how do you do that you have to lower the price a bit right and like it's, it's also sales. one of the most um thriving online communities out there yeah so i might pick that up on boxing day um and like binge play that for a few days straight before the semester starts but uh yeah that was probably the one that i i hummed and hawed about for quite a bit but also there's a problem with with all of these game sales and i don't know if you've run into this with with every console having all these different sales 
but then also Game Pass being an option. It's overwhelming now. Yeah, it's like, okay, hold on. This is a good price on uh, PlayStation, but it's free on Game Pass right now. Which so is I could why play the it on my Xbox. Selling well. Yeah, so I could play it on there, but then I want to take it on the go, so it's also on sale on the Switch, and it's slightly less than it is on PlayStation, but it's free on Xbox. So it just makes purchasing games digitally at least uh that much more difficult which is probably why i didn't buy a few games um like i i do want to buy the outer worlds but i don't have to because i have it on game pass i just hope that a game i'd want to own yeah because you know i I, and and the thing is with game Pass is we don't know how long games are going to stay on there right so uh gears 5 came out what in october yeah and it's still there isn't it it's still there, and it probably will be there until I'm gonna say at least end of January, right? Get that but Christmas rush in there. Yeah, um, because they're they're probably gonna use that as an advertisement for Game Pass, so get more people to buy Game Pass for Christmas, and then a month later remove it, and then hopefully sales will increase when people have not beat the campaign or when they want to keep playing the multiplayer. Um, but yeah, I I wish there was like some sort of indicator on how long i guess we could research how long games stay on game pass on average well some of them have been there from the very beginning too yeah which is weird right because they kept saying like a rotating catalog but i don't know there there are games though that i have purchased that i know are on game pass but i just want to make sure that i have them in my library for when they eventually do get removed and that's mostly all of all of the, the classic Star Wars games like Knights of the Old Republic 1 and 2, uh, Jedi Knight, um, what was uh, the other one, uh, Republic Commando, stuff like that. Because those are always just like fun games to put on, and I'm sure that they won't stay on forever because of Disney. I mean, it's very possible. I mean, the, uh, the few things that I like hemmed and hawed about is a, I went with a friend to go buy a Switch, and they were offering uh, the Ring Fit for, I believe it was fifty nine ninety nine or forty nine ninety nine if you purchased the Switch. Mm-hmm. And I was so close. And then I was like, I don't know if I'm going to have time to play this right now. But I really want to try that peripheral. Mm-hmm. Um, Yoshi's Crafted World was like 59 Like It was the undercover $59 game because everybody was talking about Odyssey and Breath of the Wild, but Yoshi's Crafted World was also just kind of there. It is fun. Have you played the demo? Yeah, I've, I've, I've played the demo a few times just because yeah, it's, it's been enjoyable. But, I mean, I still haven't played Breath of the Wild. I've beaten the main part of Odyssey, and eventually I'll drop money into those games. But Nintendo, just like squeezing every dime out of everything. Mm-hmm. Detroit Become Human was 15 bucks, and I've, I've Which is totally worth it. I bought that game when it came out, and I am not disappointed with it. Fun fact, the guy who's the actor in that is the guy from Grey's Anatomy, and I put two and two together the other day. Oh, and you got four. Pardon? And you got four. I got four what? You put... (laughs) Never mind. Oh, never mind. I get it. Oh, wow. I was like, wait. Um, No. Yeah, so uh, Chris uh, was watching Grey's Anatomy. I watch it with her. Um, One of the the main characters, the doctor, is the star of that game. That's kind of cool. Um, PSVR had an amazing bundle. You and I talked about it a little bit for, before Black Friday. 
I was as close to having it in my hand, and I was like, I can't spend $200 right now. <laughs> like, because 169 plus tax, but I would have got five games with it, and knowing what I know now, having this big TV, it could have been even more fun for the people watching while I bought. Yeah. Yeah, um, but that that might be a that might be a, a Black Friday thing. I don't know. I'm also looking at Oculus because I have an Xbox. Um, but it doesn't work with Xbox. Not yet, but it will. Are you sure about that? Or is it the HTC one? Which one works with Xbox? None of them. Ne- never the mind. That's not something I want to do right <laughs> now. Like my PS4 can support it, so that's fine. Not yeah. the not, um, but the the one game that I picked up three different times this weekend heavily reviewed very popular game it's from the lego series and it stars your not so typical characters i'm talking clayface joker the riddler those are just batman villains dc super villains i i I almost bought i've just i couldn't pull the trigger on a 20 dollars game which is normally 70 bucks i just i couldn't i couldn't do it we also and, looked and, at Lego Harry Potter for the Switch, but... And the Lego games are always time sinks. Like, huge time sinks. Because they always have those items in the levels that you can't get with that character in the story. And, like, you have to go back and use the, the correct unlocked one. Yeah. The, I think the only Star Wars game that... Or Star Wars... Uh, so there you go. Spoiler alert. The only Lego game that I 100% was Star Wars the original trilogy. So that was uh, like Lego Star Wars the original trilogy. That was the one that came with episode 4, 5, and 6. I think that's the only one that I had ever 100%ed. And it was good. It was a good day. Um, but yeah, like uh, I, I'd say overall it was a fairly good like there's a good variety of games and other techie deals. I was I was looking at soundbars as well, um, but I'm I'm thinking that might be a Boxing Day thing, um, just to get that full home theater experience. Yeah, I'm thinking in a small once apartment. we live once we live in a different place, that's going to be the uh, mm-hmm. the the thing. But do you know what would have cleaned up on Black Friday? Picture this. You're in the United States of America. It's 5 a.m. Your mom is waiting in line <laughs> at a Target to get you a Baby Yoda doll. Yeah, but those don't sale. exist. Yes, but what I'm saying it would have cleaned up. I know it doesn't exist. Yeah. So, the internet has spoken. And there's now a wild debate out there between who is cuter. Baby Yoda... Or Baby Groot. It's clearly Yoda. Groot uh, was just like... Can I, can I offer an <laughs> argument? Sure. Groot is Groot. Baby That's Yoda... Groot is, though. Yes, but Groot is Groot. You've argued with me on this podcast and playing video games and in random conversations that Baby Yoda is not is, in fact, not actually Yoda according to canon. Oh, this is correct. I, I'm not arguing that. So is it's it not baby actual baby Yoda looking thing, or is it baby Groot, or kid Groot, which is actually the best when he's talking about detonating the the bomb. 
like so, I mean, I've seen every video online in the last two days where Baby Yoda is pressing the button, <laughs> and like different songs come on because people have dubbed it over. Right. But I still think Baby Groot is cuter. So here's the thing, that that's a completely different argument though because you are you you made the question is it because it's not actually Yoda is it is he no longer cute because he's not actually Yoda no there's just no actual name for the Yoda species so that's why everyone calls it baby Yoda because it is baby Yoda this is what's happening yeah but it's not unless it's like a reincarnation of Yoda, but it isn't because the last Jedi happened. So, uh, who's cuter? I think Baby Yoda. But Baby Groot is Baby Groot. Yeah, but see, but Baby Groot is is like capable. Well, at first, Baby Groot was just a little branch thing in that dance at the end of the movie, but then was more of a kid. So, like you, you understood like the uh, the the childlike aspect of it. Right, uh, you know, with the bomb, and he's like, "Oh, don't like press this button, don't press the button, whatever." Blah 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 blah. Right. And he takes the what does he take the prosthetic while while they're in jail? Yeah. Um, with with Baby Yoda, it's cute because not only is he cute looking, there's that innocence of this is a a, a small child, even though it's fifty. Uh, it's like a, a small child that needs to be taken care of, but then it's also capable because it can like walk around. It shows up randomly in places when you don't expect it. Like it, it gets into trouble. So there's that cute aspect of it, like a kid that's just like a cat. All right. You know, like you tell the cat, like, "Hey, don't knock that off the table," and it just like stares at you and then still knocks it off the table. So right. The- so. There's that kind of personality aspect of it mixed in with this, like, young, small, fragile creature that does need protection, which makes it more cute. Now, I was just looking for a quick argument online. I think people are under the impression that Baby Groot is also from Guardians of the Galaxy 2, which is that childlike Groot. Which would be more comparative to Baby Yoda. As the child, in, child Groot? So yeah. So the one with the bomb. Yeah, the one that dances at the beginning yeah. of the movie. And yeah, the, the one with the bomb. <laughs> and he um, he thinks he's tough when mm-hmm. he's on the um, the ship. Yeah. That, that, that one makes a little bit more sense in the argument. Because I can, I can see how Baby Groot the tree isn't as adorable as Baby Yoda... But Baby Yoda and Kid Groot, I guess we'll call it, or Child Groot. I still are take very Baby Yoda. I still take Baby Yoda over, and that's I, and that's not because I'm a Star Wars fan. Yes, it is. It's no, it isn't. It's <laughs> like it's like one of those things. Like when when Kid Groot was running in with the detonator, you weren't worried about Groot, Baby or Kid Groot's survival, right? That wasn't running through people's minds like, oh, my God, he's running off with the bomb. He's going to blow up and die. No, it was like, ha, he's running off with the bomb and he's going to do whatever he wants with it. With Baby Yoda, anytime like there's a bounty hunter that's like looking at it, like, you know that something isn't right. 
he needs protection and i don't know i feel like everyone has managed to feel that sense of built-in deep motherly love for for their child and that child that they've had is baby yoda i've never had a kid i don't care about kids but if i had a kid i don't care how cute it would how how cute it is i would throw that kid in the trash if i had to protect baby yoda and this is what disney plus has cost us <laughs> our they, morality not only that disney plus is just pumping out cute things over and over again. and if baby job of the hut absolutely happens it's over no baby job of the hut did happen it was i thought it was a concept art it didn't actually no, happen in the episode no like there's tech no it, it that is like someone just drew that that picture that i uh, sent you uh, but there was a baby Jabba the Hutt in the Clone Wars TV show. Well, it was the movie for the Clone Wars, but the 3D animated one. Yeah, like the very first um, Clone Wars episode, I guess if you want to call it, um, was baby uh, Jabba the Hutt. And it was actually Jabba the Hutt's kid. Does not count. <laughs> I disagree. It does not count. I don't know. I, th- I think... This could be an argument that could go on forever, and it really just depends on how you feel about the characters in general. Until something else shows up. Yeah. Like, I think they tried to uh, win the cuteness with Porgs in uh, The Last Jedi. Which would have been the equivalent to the Ewoks back in the day. Yeah, and it didn't work. So now they have Baby Yoda, and they're like, jackpot. Uh, I noticed uh, online someone had crocheted a baby Yoda, and it looks amazing. And the pattern was online, and within 24 hours, uh, Disney <laughs> made the website that was hosting it take it down. So now, in order to get the crochet model for baby Yoda, you have to go on the black market of crochet pod- patterns. I've yet to find it, though. I mean, you could probably just make a yoda smaller um speaking of disney plus because disney plus is where everything's at they're doing what netflix does now and giving you a release release schedule per month correct uh yes anything uh, (laughs) new or interesting coming out in december that has caught Uh, your eye actually a few things uh, let me bring that list up. What happened to it? Uh, I did oh, see the other day, um, Heart of Iron came out, uh, which is another cartoon, the Marvel Rising, which is like the, st- the story of Yeah, Riri so Williams. Chasing Ghosts and Heart of Iron. Now, what is Marvel Rising? Marvel Rising is like the young superheroes, so this one is Oh, it's like be... a cartoon series, though. Yeah, it's, it's, um, it's Riri Williams, which is Ironheart, essentially okay, is what it gotcha. is. Okay, gotcha. Uh, what else? Uh, December 5th, Thor Ragnarok comes out. I'm pretty psyched for that one. I literally watched it the other day on Netflix. <laughs> yeah, so, so I, I know it's on Netflix. I could watch it on Netflix, but, uh, it's just, uh, one of the licenses that has run up on, on, uh, Netflix that's coming over to, uh, Disney+. Plus. What else? So, uh, every Friday you have, like, new episodes of, like, The Mandalorian, um, do you imagine? Again. Have you watched uh, Imagineering Story? Uh, no, I have not. Honestly, and I say this, honestly, watch it. 
it is so good. Yeah. We've only watched uh, the we watched the first episode the other day, and we're like, oh, we can't commit another hour because it's late. But uh, okay. it literally goes through like the building of the parks, the building of the process, the building of everything. Oh, nice. Yeah, I'll check that out. Uh, you know what's really good? The World According to Jeff Goldblum. I haven't started it yet. You know, so we've been watching them, and they're actually pretty. They're they're well done. Everyone likes Jeff Goldblum. He's a he's a a, a family icon. He's a, a a gem. He's he's the he's the next guy that I'm really hoping doesn't have doesn't a Bill Cosby die. kind of scandal. Oh no, he's a he's he seems to be pretty pretty chill. Um, what else? Just uh, some more like random like episodes of stuff. Um, Pixar in real life is actually really neat. Yeah, the first the first one was kind of like stupid, but I'll have to check out some of the other ones. They're doing the Dory uh, Aquarium Escape, which is kind of cool. Oh, interesting. Uh, a big, probably like December's just really filled with a lot of the shows and stuff like that that are already out. Um, but a, like I would mention, Thor Ragnarok December fifth. Uh, another big one is December twenty fifth. So on Christmas, so if you want to ruin your Christmas, you could watch Star Wars: The Last Jedi on Disney Plus. That's on Boxing um, Day. Christmas is December twenty fifth. Yes, uh, the release, the official release schedule, according to those stupid idiots at IGN, um, is December twenty sixth, and this is right from Disney Source. Oh, well, I'm 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 reading off a Canadian source, so it could be it could be slightly different for America. That well, then we win. Then yeah, because uh, actually Netflix Canada had all of the licensing for the Star Wars movies for quite some time. Uh, and like all the Star Wars content, like the uh, Clone Wars TV show and stuff like that, and you couldn't get that in the United States, so maybe that's maybe that's why I'm, I'm seeing the 25th. But either way, December 25th to December 26th, um, you will see Star Wars: The Last Jedi on there. Uh, what else? What uh, is Marvel's Spider-Man? It's a new animated series. Um, is that another new animated series? And the the thing about it, which is kind of interesting, is it's using a lot of the characters from uh, the Spider-Verse. So, like, uh, Spider-Gwen's going to be in it, for sure. I've already seen some stills of that. Um, I just don't know which Peter Parker it's going to follow. Yeah, so that's a new one, though, right? So yeah. that, that so that'll be interesting to... Uh, have you watched so, any of the um, the the Forky asks a question? Uh, no, I have not. It like honestly, I still haven't seen Toy Story four, but it's the guy who starred as Buster in um, Arrested Development as a fork. And oh, okay, it's just it's just it's really stupid funny, and that's the best way I can possibly describe it because this fork literally knows he's trash. <laughs> he doesn't understand anything so he's like he's talking to his best friend which is a or his friend which is a mug and he thinks the mug's name is what no because bonnie's mother keeps yelling what no while she's on the phone holding <laughs> the mug so, so he'd be just talking to me like what do you think what no it's really really funny i'll have to, che- I'll have to check that out uh but yeah that seems to be generally the the release schedule for december all the big players that i've kind of saw um netflix has a lot of really good um specials coming out for over december as well we actually sat down and watched the uh the seth myers stand up the other night very very funny who's seth myers seth myers used to do the weekend update on snl he used to write for snl and participate on snl and now he does i think the late late show or late night with seth myers or late 
Lee? Oh, yes. Yeah, okay. I know. He follows Fallon. Right. Yeah. Um, that was really good. The other thing that we discovered the other day is, um, I know I've talked about it in the past, but do you remember the show The Toys That Made Us? I do. So they just released their new season, and it, of course, has um, Power Rangers and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, which I'm super excited for, and wrestling. I can't remember what the fourth one was. Um, but the creators have also done a four-part documentary series to start on um, a little thing called movies. The movies that made us. Um, the movies that they are doing this round are Home Alone. Oh, uh, yes, that's out. I saw that. Yeah, Home Alone, Die Hard, Ghostbusters, and for the life of me, I cannot think of the third movie. Damn. Ah, uh, well. Either way, those first three movies are like... I saw that the other day when I was uh, scrolling through the Netflix list and thought it was pretty pretty interesting. I'll, I'm going to have to check that out. You're definitely right. Um Netflix and Disney Plus needs a random button, like a stumble upon. Yeah, like decide for me button. Yeah, like you you just give it like a parameter. Like you want to laugh, cry, feel sad, whatever. And then that. Um, it is Dirty Dancing, Home Alone, Ghostbusters, and Die Hard. So you've got two Christmas films. Um, Dirty Dancing, which is a, an iconic film, and so is Ghostbusters. All four of them are just bang on. I'm re- I'm really and, excited to watch them. Like that's going to be a good four hours of my life. Yeah, and it's an interesting look at how some of these older movies were made and and the hardships that they went through filming them and production and stuff like that. People don't really realize that that there's a lot more work into a, a film and then just getting people together and making it. You know, there's a lot of movies that come out that um, if it wasn't either for a whole lot of luck or a whole lot of money coming in from multiple sources or whatnot uh, that they would never have seen the light of day or just a fluke that they became such a, a hit, you know, yeah. unexpectedly. The um, I was just actually reading, trying to find out more information on Disney's uh, or Marvel Spider-Man for Disney Plus and mm-hmm. the Tom Holland Spider-Mans, so uh, Homecoming and Far From Home will not be making their way to Disney Plus anytime soon, but you can still enjoy them on Netflix. Because Damn, licensing? Well, it's, it's Sony, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's true. Yeah, so there's that. Um, now it's for my absolute favorite, favorite part of... Oh, actually, before that, <laughs> I have... Sorry, no, I totally forgot about something you and I talked about earlier, and I want to make sure that um, we bring it up. Happy 25th birthday, PlayStation 1. Oh, yeah. Uh, that's like 25 years ago. Yeah. We uh, we curated a list of the six best... Um, six, because five just wasn't enough. <laughs> six best games for the PlayStation 1 that you can either play um, via the PlayStation Classic, which I almost bought on the weekend, by the way, for 29 bucks. Um, and then I was like, oh, but if I buy this, can I also buy the Genesis? And then I bought no, because the girlfriend said no. Um, so we picked the six best PS1 games that you can play right now on your PS4. And some of them are fairly fantastic. Just going from our list, we have, um, Resident Evil 2, the remake. 
So you can play that on your PS1 as a or a PS4 as a backwards Wait, hold on. We're, we're talking about remakes that you can play on the PS4? Well, yeah. This was the remastered one. Um, okay, yeah. Resident Evil 2 is pretty sweet. Yeah. Um, but I only picked PS1 games for this list. Um, Castlevania Requiem, Symphony of the Night, and Rondo of Blood. Uh, it's gonna it's gonna be a, a tougher side scroller. I I have seen screenshots on it for the PS4. Mm-hmm. My my 58 inch TV will be using about 24 inches of the actual TV. <laughs> um, Crash Bandicoot Nitro or the Insane Trilogy, not Nitro. Sorry, I scratched out that note. Um, so you get all three of the first games in that pack, which is super great. So now we're at nine games total. Um, Spyro the trilogy as well. So again, another three games that you can play that are available on your PS4. Parappa the Rapper remastered. Because obviously it wouldn't have made it through upscaling and interlacing. This game still to me defines what I thought the PS1 was from original commercials. And then my parents bought a GameCube. (laughs) No, they didn't. Yeah, they did. That would have been... That's the same generation, right? Yeah. No. No, no 64. Game, game, we, we had GameCube a 64. Wa- GameCube was like Xbox, original Xbox. And, and PS2. Uh, PS2, yeah. Yeah, because I had a PS2 and a GameCube. Um, and the number one game I picked for this list that you can buy on the PS1 is Final Fantasy VII. Yeah. Yeah, I'll allow it. The the uh, my favorite thing is every time you look up Final Fantasy VII, you always get that screenshot of Cloud in the I, th- I think it's like a like a factory train station type of thing. Yep. And it's just his blocky ass legs that yeah. you, that you see. It's like, come on, newcomer, follow me. And the funny thing is, is like that game, like the English translation, um, for the PlayStation version of that is terrible. Um. There's a there's a lot of stuff that was mistranslated from the original Japanese dialogue, um, but uh, it it's one of those games that has has stuck with people. It's generally considered one of the first RPGs that people have played or just really remembered. Uh, it broke a lot of new technological boundaries. Um, and the, the the story was was actually pretty good, um, so much so that people have wanted a remake for that game or like an uh, an HD remaster or something like that of Final Fantasy VII for so long for years, and then finally Square Enix has answered that a few years ago now, and the I guess it's the first part of three parts. Mm-hmm. Uh, is releasing next year, like in March. So it's kind of crazy that this one game on the PlayStation 1 has had such a huge influence so many years later. I think, what was it? It was like the year 2000 when that game came out? I think so. Uh, oh, 97. Wow. Yeah, 1997. So like over 20, 20 years later, it's still such a highly regarded game of that generation so much so that people still want to replay it and explore that world more in 2019 and onward so 
It's it it has a it's one of those rare rare games that has that longevity of you might have the muscle memory to play the game, but as you grow older, the game becomes a little bit more frustrating because controllers of now versus controllers of then are very different. A great example of this would be our grain of time. Yeah. I've, I've had uh, some troubles playing like the, I just find maybe it's just like the N64 games in general because they only had the one joystick, right? So PlayStation, when they added the joysticks, the, the DualShock controllers, they had two joysticks. Xbox has always had two joysticks. So we're so used to having two analog joysticks for our controllers that Nintendo is just like, uh, yeah, we're doing what we want, a single joystick and a controller where you need three hands to hold it. Uh, it just seemed that games back then worked, but now because we've become so accustomed to using dual joysticks um, and holding a controller that has I guess really since the Xbox and PlayStation era other than Nintendo all controllers have kind of kept the same general style yeah that makes sense right so uh, playing even playing um, the Legend of Zelda remakes on the 3DS can be kind of finicky it's always those camera controls you know I'm actually finding it very difficult to play uh, Pokemon with two joysticks. It's different. Oh yeah. Especially because I, like you're so tempted because you're holding a joystick, like your brain tells you that if you use the, the one joystick, you can look around. And you wait, can't you can't look. do that. No, if you're on like certain roads, you can't. The game is very much oh. like Sun and Moon, where like it, it kind of follows like the original art style of like Harvest Moon, where right. Right. If you're walking left or right, you're walking left or right. You can kind of run in areas, but you can only really look around you in like specific areas. Yeah. I started playing at not since you mentioned Pokemon. I uh dusted off the the DS and my Pokemon collection, but I'm not sure which Pokemon game I want to play. I'm kind of torn between the uh Omega Ruby or Mega Sapphire, uh Ultra Sun or Ultra Moon or Soul Silver. Soul Silver know, is by far the best game out of those three. Because I know that Soul Silver has the whole Kanto region post post game, right? Is that the one? Yeah, because you can go yeah, back to like, Johto. And you, and you or do you all start in Johto and you go to Kanto. Yeah, you, and then you do all those bosses and stuff like that. So I'm uh, I'm just kind of starting starting all of them at the same time, and then one of them is going to take over. But yeah, I don't know. I I I wish that um, I wish there was an option to play Pokemon Let's Go in a classic Pokemon style or the Let's Go style, right? Instead of having to catch all the Pokemon. Every you, battle. you you like Let's Go Pikachu. See, this is the one thing that I will give full credit to um, Sword and Shield. It's finally what we wanted. We got exactly what we wanted. You can now see wild Pokemon and approach them. You can whistle at them to draw them closer, and some still surprise you because they're hiding in the grass. It is the best of all the worlds. I cannot... Minus missing all the Pokemon. It's funny because, like, some of the Pokemon that I would have wanted, they're there. So, like, I'm not overly upset. Yeah. But uh, they're it, gonna it's one of those games game. that I, I will get, and I'm hoping that by the time I do decide to get it, 
they've added more Pokemon, more stuff, so that I can justify it. They fixed. Uh, do you find like the animations are still kind of like year yeah, two thousand and one? But I haven't played it anything beyond handheld, so I wouldn't know the difference. I'll fire it up on the TV, but I've just not had the opportunity to. Mm. Yeah. Only time will tell. So. All right. After uh, after we call it an episode, what are you going to be playing then on your new TV? The Leaf game because it's okay. Already, Af- it's, after it's, the Leaf game, it's already three thirty. It's going to take me three hours to set up this living room. Yeah, like, th- this is true. It's like it, I'm going to do some cable management. I'm going to make myself real pl- proud. I ordered a bunch of clips. And some labels for my label management. Oh, yeah. That's one thing a lot of people don't do is label their cables. It's, it's annoying because, like, our TV has five ports and one is dead. I know for a fact this HDMI port's dead. Mm. And this dumbass forgets which one, so I always <laughs> I plug and play. Um, the game I'll probably play first versus the game that I know will get played first on the TV. I'm willing to bet Just Dance gets played tonight. That's not by me, but Just Dance will get played. The game I'm probably looking the most forward to playing on the TV first is Forza. Oh, yeah, that's a good choice. I I, I love me my Forza games. And, yeah. uh, like, the Forza 4 with, the like, all the elements, like Horizon 4 with all the elements, mm-hmm. I think will be yeah. really, really cool. Um, aside from that, like, I again, I'm not a big fan of playing big shooters, um, obviously, I'll play like NHL or something on the big TV, and like couch co-op will be a lot better on fifty-eight inches over forty inches. This is true. Um, I might finally play through all the gears now that I have a TV that I can like. The other thing that was kind of dying on this TV is the top. I would say two inches across. Um, text would be kind of blurry, so like the the TV is going. There's no question about it. It's just uh, oh. One thing before I do our final segment, which is a beginning of the month staple with this this year's show, the guy at Best Buy literally told me that the back of the TV was slicker and sleeker and better looking than the other TV that I was looking at. I was like, bro, I'm watching the front of the TV, not the back. He's like, yeah, but if you're not wall mounting it, you can walk behind your TV. I'm like, nine out of 10 TVs are up against a wall. Yeah, who who <laughs> sets their TV up in the middle of their living room and I mean, end you, up walking you, around it? You do see it some places. Like that's a very big thing in like open, open concept apartments. Yeah, but like we have a semi open concept, and that's still not. Like, I think that's the, the dumbest. The most thing important ever. thing is maybe the material is nicer because the bezel it goes all the way around and it, it extends to the back. Like my TV that I have at home is a TCL six series. And it's got like a brushed aluminum uh, back, and and that wraps around for the bezel. So yeah, sure, that looks nice. But guess what? It's against the wall, so I don't care. Idiot. Yeah, I I, I, I <laughs> talked about TCL with the guy at Best Buy, and he was like, "It's our highest return rate phone or TV matched with Insignia." I was like, "Okay." Huh. Interesting. That guy's full of shit. Um. No. I, I'm. <laughs> I'm going to be honest with you. When I'm in an electric, uh, <laughs> I was going to say electronic tronic stores. If I'm in any sort of electronic store, I want it and I'm purchasing something like I can tell you the return rates of all the phones I sell mm-hmm. because that's something people want to know. I yeah. want to know how many times a TV is being returned and for what. 
like but then also like if if they're trying to make a sale right they're gonna they're gonna try and steer you towards the ones that they want to sell right yeah well no i understand it and like i even i i talked to like multiple people in the department it's not like they rehearsed it because you could like their numbers were similar yeah the TCL's biggest issues were people were not happy with A, the sound quality, and B, HDMI would just stop working. Huh. Yeah. And this I, was on I, the I series never had that, that they issue. were selling. Yeah. It could have been because when um, when Best Buy started selling TCL TVs, at, at, for the longest time, the only place that you could get them in Canada is through Amazon. So once Best Buy and Costco started selling them, it could have just been an indicator that they're their quality control has decreased a little bit uh, to, to get the volume out. But I've had no issues with mine. I thought it was great. Um, but, yeah. All right. So, um, as you guys know, uh, at the beginning of every month, we and Gamerama partner up. Sorry, I was going to say party up. I'm tired. Us and our friends at Gamerama party up with a list of game. See, I did it again. Fruidian slips. Uh, party up works. Cause yeah, we, we party know. up. So Gamerama supplies us a list with all the games that they are releasing this year or this month. <laughs> You're on a roll. I know. And I'm done. No, okay. So, yeah, they've supplied us our list. They want you, obviously, to go check out their store. Gamerama's been in Toronto for 26 years and counting. They have a gaming lounge in the basement. Will, the owner's a super nice guy. And he'll always cut you a deal on... Pretty much anything you're looking for. If you're in the used games market, he is one of the best in the business. Um, and I say that as somebody who goes to a lot of gaming stores. Um, so here is their their watch list or playlist, I guess, for the month of December. Um, interestingly, he's included a PC game on here for the first time in a while. Because uh, Halo Reach they'll be selling out of store on PC DVD. Did not know that. Interesting. Yeah, I thought it would have just been like digital through Microsoft. Um, there's not a lot coming out this month, which is kind of crazy. Um, Phoenix Point is coming out, as well as uh, Saga Scarlet Grace. We have Terminator Resistance game coming out for both PS4 and Xbox One. Um, the reviews have not looked very good for that so far. Well, it's, it's a movie-based video game. Uh, Did they not learn anything from the movie-based video games of 2000 onward? No, nobody does. <laughs> no. Um, there's also a Blair Witch game that dropped, I want to say, yesterday. Um, Alien Isolation is coming out for the Switch. I mean, it's going to be as good as it possibly can be for uh, a game that's supposed to have a darker tone on the Switch. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> he included a Stadia title on here, too. I love it. Darksiders Genesis. I think he's just trying to include everything. Star Ocean for Switch and PS4. Um, Dragon Quest Builders is coming out for Windows as well. This is a pretty heavy Windows uh, month because Detroit Become Human also comes out. And that's pretty much it for the the month. The last game that comes out before Christmas is Wadham for PS4. And then we have Brain Age Nintendo Switch Training Center for Nintendo Switch. So it's a very quiet month because everything awesome came out in November. Yeah. It was just surprising because you'd think that uh, there would be some pretty big releases right before right before Christmas, but go going through this list then like, I mean, Halo Reach has already been out for years. 
that's a pretty big drop for Windows, but would it be Terminator? Would be like the biggest game possibly coming out this month. Maybe. Ancestors. And that's not much. Uh, the the only cross platform or multi platform one that is for Xbox and PS4 is Ancestors of Humankind Odyssey coming out on the 6th and then the one coming out for the most would be Saga Scarlet Grace which was 60 or uh, Switch, PS4, iOS and Droid. So there's not one real game that jumps off the page for me. If you look back to November like Pokemon Fallen Order, they came out on the 15th. Those are going to be I think your last big games for the year. I'd buy that Pokemon Fallen Order. <laughs> or Star Wars Sword and Shield. Yeah. I mean, I'd buy both, I guess. Um, Why not? Another good one to keep an eye out for, which I've been told numerous times, is Need for Speed Heat. It did come out at the beginning of November. It's it's pretty tight. I played a little bit on the um, the EA app, and I enjoyed it. EA Access. So. Yeah, that might be something to uh, also keep an eye out for some sales moving forward. Yeah, um, we're going to try and not have a sales-based podcast the next time we talk to you guys. Hmm? Yeah, we're going to talk about the things that you care about. Like and it's not Sean's TV. new TV. Or David's new TV. Yeah, I know. Hey, I thought that was a pretty good story. Sort of. No, it was. It was riveting. I mean, all I would have had to do was just go for the TV we originally looked at. But no, we had to look at every single one in the store. See, the problem is, is you brought your girlfriend TV shopping with you. What? How am I supposed to carry it by myself? As we learned to the grocery leave, store, that's not possible. Leave her in the car until until you've made your decision. It's like that IKEA trip all over again. Like start yeah. the car. Yeah. All right, guys. Well, that's it for this one. If you like what we're doing, obviously subscribe to iTunes or Google Play. We're still. We're. I think we're anticipating Spotify twenty twenty. Is that is that the the goal? I I think that was the plan. Yeah. Yeah. Keep an eye on our Facebook, Instagram. We might actually have a giveaway coming up before Christmas. Perhaps. Ooh, yeah. Fancy. Yeah, right? See? David doesn't know everything. I know some stuff. But yeah, keep an eye on us. Um, we just actually reshared. We'll talk about them next week in a, a movie area, but uh, No Time to Die for Bond. Their trailer dropped today, and obviously the new Black Widow trailer dropped yesterday, so we'll dissect into those a little bit more next week, all right? Sounds, sounds like a plan. Sounds like a plan indeed. Now I'm going to go spend my next five hours getting my living room ready for tv masterpiece excellent thanks for listening guys thanks for stopping by everyone (laughs) take care have a good one guys